All right. Hello and uh, welcome everybody. Today we're going to be talking to Keila. She works for Cubrio. Uh, she's an amazing online educator who works with groups of students. And um, I will let her tell a little bit more about herself. Hello. Hi, everyone. Um, thanks for this day's visit. I'm really um, happy to be part of the summit. And uh, first of all, uh, my name is Kayla Moreno. I'm located in Panama. Um, my, I speak two languages. I'm bilingual, Spanish and English. I can tell that mo both of them are my native language because I grew up speaking both of them. Uh, I have a degree in marketing and advertising an associate degree as a preschool teacher with um, a, like a specialty in didactics and pedago um, pedagogy. And uh, I've been with Cubrio, which is um, the main platform I've been working for since the pandemic for almost three years already. It's going to be three years in July, to be more specific. And it has been a great experience because um, I've been able to, like, meet people from different parts of the world, meaning my colleagues, um, students, parents. So it has been a great experience. And um, definitely, um, in career, the position that I have right now is a learning coach. I also do um, run one club in one time zone, which is Europe for book club. And I also, um, right now, I'm kind of like um, supervising other coaches to make sure that Everything is running the way it needs to be running. And uh, technically that's it. Uh, it sounds very easy, but it's a, a little bit complex because it involves a, little, a, a lot of responsibilities, checking on the, on the kids and making sure that they are actually, um, like it feel integrated and part of the platform because it's not like when you are in a real in-person um place where you can actually meet the person and interact it is other kind of interaction and get students to feel engaged and part of a community that is online is is very challenging <laughs> it's not that easy but you, you can succeed if you actually um show real interest in the kids it's not like something that's fake you all you are actually worried about them you make sure uh, make sure that you're following up on them and always be there for them not only like okay um this is the time where you can reach me out <laughs> it's not like that they will always need something sometimes out of the time that when the meetings are so definitely no Cubrio is a little different um, than some of the other online teaching platforms that might exist. Like uh, we've had people talking about all school, out school, and these are more like come and go as you please type things. Um, can you tell us more about how Cubrio still has that uh, that feel of flexibility, but still has some structure for students? Definitely. What we do is that, let's say that what we offer as a structure, and let's say like this is what helps in a certain way to for the students to kind of have a structure in what they're doing, even though it's what Sybil actually just mentioned, is that we have the learning coach role. Even though that not all the students attend pods, probably some of them are more like self-directed and they might not need a learning coach. 
But the main role uh, of us as coaches is to make sure that the students do have a structure within what they are doing, like teach them how to plan, teach them how to schedule the things that they are going to be doing throughout the month. And it's not that we impose what they're going to be doing. They let us know and we help them through this process of planning. Like, hey, okay, we have this and this and that this month. What do you want to be doing from that? And uh, we all, uh, we're always there to encourage them to do things that are different. Like, you can learn more than this, okay? You can also learn these skills and probably, you may not need it right now, but you might need them in the future or it could be helpful in the future. So, and then the clubs is where it's more like optional, where they can actually go ahead and choose the learning experiences that they feel they uh, identified with or they feel that they're related to their skills or passions. So that is where we have like the balance, like what I can do is an option. And then the pod where we meet from Monday through Thursday on, um, on, a, on a time frame of 30 minutes where they can interact with a group of peers that they get really close to them because they, they meet like, as I said, four days in the week, every single month of the year. And, uh, it's not that the group changes, they grow together and they get to know each other very well. We definitely do. Um, for those of you watching, don't know, uh, I met Kayla and she's kind of been my, my son's uh, learning. Uh, his uh, main person at the, at the company, at the, at the school. And there's so many different options available for the kids. Um, now, like we have what three different main options? Like there's the clubs, pods, nanos, yeah. Nanos also, and the boot camps, and also we have studios. Uh, for example, we have board and buster coming back, but now it's gonna be student led. Let's say that the students have the experience of putting this great magazine with Karina, one of the facilitators, for two years, and now they took it to the level that they're they are gonna be doing it on their own. Now the students are able to go through the whole process of putting the magazine together. But that's the whole point because this is a self-directed environment. And at some point, if the students master what needs to be done in the process of this magazine, I think it's good, it's fair enough for them to take, take the role and run it on their own. I'm really thrilled about seeing what they are going to be putting together for the next issue. Yes. Uh, that would be interesting to see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you told everybody about three years ago, almost, um, is when you started this. Were you doing any online teaching before that? Not really. The only online teaching I did was actually um, with the pandemic in the very beginning because I used to work as a preschool teacher for almost four years in a bilingual school here in Panama. I was the homeroom teacher. Um to be honest, parents were very happy with me, but most of the agreements got like um, suspended for for well, mine was suspended for the whole year. Oh. So yeah, exactly. And uh, they had to run with a few number of teachers, not the regular number of teachers. But in the very beginning, we I started with the process, but they decided to stay with less people. And well, in the end, I decided just to stay with Kirill because 
is there is nothing like doing your work from home. I think is less stressful. Um, you have time for your family, even oh, yeah. for your students. Um, to jump in and quick calls if they need to. It's not like, and I think you create a great connection with parents. And um, one thing I do want to point out is that this is like, this is like a a, a team between coach, parent, student, and the coach and the parents are there to make sure the student fulfills their dreams and they're focusing on their skills or their talents to make sure they reach their goal. Because the thing is that kids kids can be like involved in many things at the same time. I know video games are great, even though, um, uh, uh, it's, but, but it's, uh, I want to mention here that they're also useful to learn. And if you're, if you see that your kids are passionate about games, you could probably encourage them like through the game, the esports side, like, okay, you love games, then why don't you run game try like joining any esports team and see how you can run in this um, career as a professional or developing a game by coding it. So the, we have to see like the past, always find the positive, positive side of everything that they're doing and that they're learning from, from gaming. They can learn how to communicate because it's not like when we were kids where the games, um, you could not play online with anyone and you had to invite someone home in order to play with someone else. So it's so different now. They learn strategies, how to communicate. So it's a, it's a great window of opportunities for them to learn many things and put them into action. It really is. And um, throughout the summit, the gamification keeps coming up. So many different ways to, to include games in your classes. We've got teachers doing board games. We've got teachers using online programs that use the game. We've got teachers making escape rooms. Um, now, I know you use some other things in your course, in your classes as well, not just Kubrio teaching coding and making games, but you use things to really get the engagement out of the students, whether it's the playing things like the bonk.io, talking, but you also do other things to work with their reading and retention as well. Like, what kind of things do you like? Well, we do epic books. Um, we, um, use it as a tool for reading and they love it some of them like to read some of them just like to listen and then answer the questions and then something else that we do all the time is riddles it i think that's a great brain exercise and <laughs> they love it too like trying to figure out what happened in the scene so that's something that they really love like 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 who did it or who has the fake jewelry or who is not rich and they have to observe because it's an exercise of observation, paying attention to what you're seeing, paying attention to details, and then try to figure out if the answer you have is the right one. Even for me, sometimes it's kind of difficult to answer them when I'm watching the riddles with them. We're not so sure about the answers sometimes. <laughs> or sometimes it's like, it's a pen. Exactly. <laughs> so with all these different ways to teach online and different types, and I mean, you've got different grades or different age groups also in your groups. What are your teaching specialties? Well, my specialty, to be honest, um, was teaching language 
Um, in one of my pops, they wanted me to teach Spanish because since the language club disappeared, they were like, why don't you teach us Spanish here in the pod? I was like, okay, then we can do that. So I'm, my specialty is in teaching languages. And when I used to be a preschool teacher, that's what I used to teach the, the students. They, most of them were like zero English when they started pre-K. And by the end of the year, they could understand commands, slightly communicate. Now, I won't say that's perfect because one year is not enough to um, become familiar and only for two hours or three hours in the day. But it did work. And I was so proud of them at the end of the year, like with the results and seeing like them being able to communicate and following the command. That was awesome. That is pretty cool. And so then what do you like best about being an online teacher? Well, what I like about this, number one, I'm home, yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh. And the experience of getting to meet people from all over the world and also being through the process of seeing how a company works and like when people is not physically there is different. And I understood after the pandemic that you don't have to be physically in, in a place only if the position requires it, but if it's something that you can do from your home, from your computer, and you're very disciplined and organized, I think it's worth it. And as I said, I feel more comfortable. I I arrange my schedule based on what my needs are and the students' needs are. So it's kind of a balance of what I need and what you what the student needs and what the company needs. So it's not like written on stone. Except for the pod meetings, because that's a six hour already. But for the rest, is like, okay, what works for you? What works for me? And also, teamwork online is different, but it can be done. Having, um, being part of an online organization is fun. It's fun. And I think that you grow up. And this helps a lot also because I was organized, but I think that after this, I've become more organized and more like aware of time. Second, make, make, making sure that I'm on time in the different meetings that I have and things like that. So it definitely has helped me grow in other areas. Yeah, I think keeping track of schedules is one of the things that online educators really start to learn about time management becomes a really important thing. Exactly. And what kind of advice would you give to somebody first starting out as an online teacher? Well, to have to make sure that um what you're doing is really what you like, because um the only thing that will keep you motivated in an environment like this and making sure that you join on time and do the things that you have to do is that you really like it. Because if mm -hmm. you don't, it's gonna be like, uh I think I'm going to skip today or things like that. <laughs> to be honest, I haven't taken vacations like in a long time already since I started here. Only like for a few times and it was with, it has been like one week. But the thing is that since we work from um, Monday to Thursday, it's kind of like we are already having vacations in some yeah. way, but a little bit more spaced out. But if you add up like three days off, and throughout the year is a lot of days so at some point it kind of compensates that and uh, I think it's 
it's really cool. Um, the only the advantages is like, for example, if your power is out or your internet is really bad that day or things like that, it might affect. But I usually, when I have that kind of, that, those type of scenarios, I run to a cafe that's like about five or 10 minutes close to my house. And the ha I take the car and I get, get there to make sure I can meet with the kids because I don't like to leave them hanging. I'm not like those facilitators that are like asking for jobs all the time. I usually don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have that backup location or the, uh, or something ready. Um, exactly. And I already even have when you teach out of your own home. Exactly. I usually ha I already have my perfect spot in case I need to like leave like immediately because I have no power or I have no internet. Or usually it depends. I also use my hotspot if the if it's the internet. But if it's the light, I, I just go out and go to a cafe and I, then I come back home after I'm done with the meeting. Yeah. So uh, people might be a little bit curious about Brio because it is a little bit different and it's a different type of school. And kind of give people kind of a rundown a little bit from like just like an overall uh, idea of what Brio really is. Um, well, Kubril in general is a great platform if you want to be part of a community because we are more than like an online platform to learn. We are also a community where parents have a space to interact, where students have their space to interact, where uh, we as coaches and learning experience facilitators have a space to interact. And uh, I think it has been a great experience to connect because if it, I already had the great opportunity because that's one of the advantages to meet you guys in, in person, yes. the same Sebastian. I had a few months before that last year, I met two other of the students I have in another pod. So I think it's a great way to create community, to grow in this homeschool, world school or unschool environment. And the thing is that lately, to be honest, um, education is not the same and uh, it's not aligned with all the things that the future is offering right now. And uh, if we don't um, accept that and have our kids grow in a different environment than what we did, which was the traditional, I'm not saying it was bad, but it's not aligned with, with the future, does it? There's, there are many things that are not useful should I be saying that? <laughs> I mean, I did my whole thesis on uh, the education system myself. I know the ins, the ups, the downs, the bad. I mean, it's based on an agrarian society, most school systems, and it's not the way the world is anymore. So as, as I said, like, but for example, Cooper is a great platform for that because the student has been learning about how to use AI uh, how it could be helpful to create projects. Even myself, I've been using it, how to create art with AI. Now we have a, a new thing that's called Seth Light Quest, where the mm -hmm. students can um, go in and work on quests that are created by an artificial intelligence that we have in the platform. So I think um, if parents are looking for an alternative that's different, but still is optional, self-directed, 
and it has a little bit of a structure that can lead the students to be independent because that's the main thing of Tibrio. We're helping them being independent, not to depend, not even on us as coaches, not, not, not you and as parents. We are there like to guide them, to supervise, to go help them go through the process, but not to do things for them. And they, and they create amazing things in the end. They create coding projects. I've seen a lot of blender projects that are amazing. Um, even books, as one of my students who is a teenager now, he started to when he was not a teenager. Now he's a teenager, and he's writing a book, and he learned some skills from one of the boot camps, and he's he's been learning also from the nano courses. So it's a great window of opportunities for the students to learn different things, not only during the live meetings but also from the nano courses that we have online, and also as I said, build community because more than learning in the end. I think it is um, interaction, what we as human beings need, because you can be in a classroom and the, the teacher can be speaking and speaking even during an online call. And uh, you could not, probably will never connect with the others. Then if there is no connection, there is nothing. Yeah, I can see that. And Cubrio uh, is also really interesting because it's not just like a standard schools like a brick and mortar school curriculum it's not just like your english math science art it's got a lot more to it than just that what are what are the some of the topics that you guys speak well we have some of the basic science club and math club but we have drama club um creative writing um history of everything which is not like the traditional history you can learn the history of a lamp how the lamp was created we have global citizens where um, where you will learn from other cultures or like okay which is the best the, which is the most beautiful um train station in the world I learned that by solving for one of the facilitators once so it's really interesting they have a gamers club animation club um, blender club um and many more that I cannot remember right now and every month. They have three different boot camps that are like a special class that's only going to be available once in the, and probably in the month or the, throughout the season, because right now we're working with seasons. Right now, the season we have is money makers. So everything that the students are learning in the clubs, boot camps, and even sometimes during the check-ins, it's going to be related to how to save money, how to invest money, um, and things like that. And they're really excited. You know, even at book club, I'm surprised that they're talking more now that it's related to money and how to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of cool. What are the age ranges of the students? Well, the students who join career should be between eight and let's say 18 years old is the maximum. But technically, I think we have more students between eight and 14, 15 most of the time. Very cool. And then we talk, you, you keep mentioning uh, uh, nanos. Um, and I know that's a term that I never heard of until I started oh, doing yeah. Cubrio. So let's tell <laughs> well, people a little bit about what these nanos are. <laughs> well, nano courses are like on demand classes that are pre recorded. And uh, you go in, we have like um, around 40 right now. And this is like a self, self paced learning experience where the student will sit down 
and watch the videos and work on a project on their own. Usually, um, as a learning coach, I will sit down with them like, okay, which have you worked on any nano courses lately? Is there any of the ones listed that you'll be interested in? And we'll also check in if there are new ones. I knew I know like a month ago one was posted like how to be how to become a great learner or something like that that will give them tips on how to learn and how to be more practical with the things they're trying to learn. So there's another good one about making a YouTube channel so the kids can learn how exactly. to do that kind of thing. Yeah. They have an, another one that's like how to become a, um, like an actor or actress. Um, they also have one like um, Taste the World Part 1 and 2 that is how to bake and how to learn to bake some specific desserts from different regions. They have in East Unano, they have three different um, desserts. So it's really amazing, to be honest. Uh, and they have a lot, they have even on fashion design one introduction to fashion design geography, um, fungi. So they have it's, it's very diverse and it has different topics. And Cooper is not just a Zoom school. Um, you have a platform now that you can actually teach within. And sometimes you might use Zoom, or some of the teachers might use Zoom. But uh, can you kind of give people an idea of what the platform is about? Or if you want, you can share your screen if you wanted to show them what it is. So, <laughs> so this platform is really interesting. I don't know. I, I know most of the online learning platforms actually have, they need to use them because they haven't developed like anything that's incorporated into the platform. But one of that's one of the things that we have that everything is like incorporated here. So let's see. Um, for example, this is my dashboard. This is like my teacher area where I will see like all the different um, spaces I belong to. And mm -hmm. for example, here I get notifications. Here it's reminding me that I have a meeting today with Multiverse Madness, that is my first class. And um, for example, I can come in here and check out the space of multiverse madness and it will tell me okay session starting in 22 minutes and eight seconds so <laughs> if you that all that is great and uh then i have like posts here on the different things that we've been doing throughout the week um the event so the students know when when this is actually on a daily basis but still it's here so they can know which are the days that we're meeting throughout the month of the season because this is um already planned until june and then um they can also check on the members if there are any resources that have been shared here like i have for example with them like july missions comics august missions and things like that things that they've worked on before and not only that, for example, I can see they will have access to us, the schedule itself, like the global schedule, like everything that's happening in Cabrillo. There's going to be a lot of colors and things in here because there is a lot of things happening at the same time. While you and me are here, there might be something happening today right now. So, for example, today is the 20th. And if I want to see what's going on here, I will see everything happening in all time zones, Asia, Europe, and America. So, for example, here we have what, like, the activities for today, April 20th, and what is happening in all of the time zones. And 
let's say that our last activity here is at 6 p.m. There's still a part of boot camp. So we're active because this is, let's say, like a, uh, a platform that's 24-7. And if you are in a different time zone and you need to move, like, if you're in Europe and you're traveling to America, you can still do Tubrio because we have activities happening in, 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 in the time zone where you're, where, where you're moving to. So it's not like I'm moving and then what am I going to do with the classes or the pod meeting? There is always, you can be assigned to a temporary pod if your kid also wants to join the pot meeting, if they want to join the clubs, they're also in different time zones. So they have the, that, um, that possibility of doing those kind of things. Now, also, I have here this specific um, where we can find all the spaces now that we were talking about nano courses. Let me go ahead and bring one up. And for example, here is one of the, and the way it's organized is in the order of a number of students that are part of the space. So if you see, this is the most popular one, how to be a YouTuber. <laughs> All the kids want to be a YouTuber. Then we have second fashion illustration and the shadow swastika introduction to game design. This one is amazing because it teaches you everything from planning the game to coding it. So in the, in the very first step and which platform you can use to do this. So like there, we have some, like, this one is amazing. Two of my students did this one, how to start your own business. It's one of the longest ones, but it's very complete for those who are entrepreneurs or they have an entrepreneurship spirit. So we have a lot here that the kids can come in, explore, look around. And imagine, they could be doing only pods in, and these different nano courses if they want. Let's say that their schedule is too complicated to sit down for live meetings all day long. They could go ahead and just like, you know what, let's do the pods and I'll focus on nano courses. And then if they want to, in the long run, they can also go ahead and say like, okay, I'm gonna do, do in the club. So we have options. They could do both things, they could do one and the other or the other. So it's a, as I said, it's a great window of opportunity. Yes. And it's not only one thing, they can do many things at the same time. Very cool. So, so I mean, yeah, there's so much involved with it. I love the new platform, go ahead. This is all structured out to give everybody a chance to be participants and see what's available and what they can do. Exactly. Yeah, I do love it too because um, number one, I think it's safer for the students to within the platform. Sometimes we do Zoom because some of them, sometimes since we're still developing the platform, sometimes their browser or their students are not aligned with what's required. But I know we're getting there, we're in that process. So um, I think it's safer than just sharing the link out and uh, I don't know who will share this link with other people. So I know that if I join in the platform, the students join in the platform, no one else that's not part of that space can join the meeting. So that's something additional. Have you noticed any challenges uh, teaching through uh, online or through Kubrio or anything? Well, I think one of the challenges we face is that 
since this is not like when you join a school and it has like a start date and 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 end date, some and some parents just use it like okay, I'm gonna like do it like a one month thing or a three month thing or a six month thing. There is not like there is not like a consistency and they where they continue doing it, but I encourage them like to do it at least for a year so they can see what's gonna be the difference from when the student joins until the next year for like being in the platform how independent they will become how like uh also like self-motivated how to do things on their own choosing things on their own because this is something that will also guide them to decision making like it's not like okay i'm gonna do it because my mom told me to do it probably at the very beginning but then they will go into that okay, I want to do this, I want to do that. So they will be making decisions after. Yeah, it's very student-centered and the student has to make a lot of decisions. That's, exactly. We try to keep the students um, keeping their own schedules and things like that. It takes some time, but the kids get the hang of it, I've noticed. So. They develop a lot of responsibility because having to join meetings every single day for clubs, boot camps, or pods, on your own and at some point nobody supervising you is because you already became like there like number one you're motivated and so um, second you're you have became independent at some point at least with that responsibility that you have of joining your learning experiences and meeting your learning coach well and do you have any advice for teachers that are trying to teach um or Cubrio or something like this and having to do it from different time zones or anything like that? Well, um, to be honest, to be open. <laughs> open because we, uh, we've been going through different processes, changes. And for example, um, there might be time zones where we have more students that, than others. And uh, for example, if, you, if a teacher would like to apply for a learning experience, they can do it. We're always looking for teachers who are or facilitators who want to teach something that's unique. We're looking for skills. We're not so we're not looking for someone to teach um regular subjects now. No, <laughs> we're, no, looking, no. <laughs> we're looking for skills that can empower the kids and where they can uh, some, uh, teach them something that they can learn that's gonna be an added value to their lives. That's what we're looking for. I know. It's not just, let's teach history. Let's teach horrible history. Let's teach, uh, there's all this focused history, different, different areas. That's <laughs> different. Nobody talks about that in a regular school. <laughs> no, they don't. Um, exactly. How does somebody, how does somebody who wants, to, who says, I've got a great idea. How do they contact Cubrio to, to try to get approved for doing some nanos or something? Well, they only have to visit our website. If I'm not wrong, we have like a career option and it's like, let, let me look it up because I applied very long ago. Um, it probably changed a bit in the last three years. Let me, let me screen share. We have a section that's called Edutrepreneur. It's like, because we technically are like, oh, this is like, our, these are like our micro tools. We do have a, a platform and everything, but 
clearly we are our own like sequence or and we're connected, but every learning coach have a different style of doing things. Now for entrepreneurs, we have empower our learners or become an ambassador. They will have to click here on empower learners around the world. And then they will see what we do, learn the philosophy, and then here, become a learning coach, learn and apply, or create on-demand courses in case they want to create um, a nano course, they can submit it. We want concise, creative, and engaging courses. Cool. And how much uh, the course needs to be. As I said, this is this one is on demand, so you only apply once. <laughs> yeah. And then you create you create one course and you get paid for it. So that's what we have. Well, this is where they can apply to become right. a, a coach or create on demand courses. And uh, do you know is Carrillo currently hiring? Are they in an expansive phase or? Well, I think we're look, we we might be needing other teachers we're open to receive any applications. Make sure that you're offering something different. That's the only, my only tips here. Make sure that your sales pitch is great <laughs> and what right. you're offering. <laughs> All right, excellent. Um, and can we can you share your screen again to show us your um your 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 pod your area so people can see how they can how this looks and how this can be part of uh, the school. Okay, this this is for pods. Um, here is like where the parents can find the different pods that we have. These are the ones in America, yeah. and the these are these ones are in Europe and in Asia. So we have three in America, two in Europe, and one in Asia. And uh, if you come here, you will see they will be able to see what the monthly rate for spot. There is a short video where I explain everything about it. And then they will see like when, what time we need. Um, also, how long is the time of the meeting? Um, also, it's for um, with my my pods are actually it's for pods because they explore many things, a little bit about me, um, my resume, like what my what what I have as my background, what I studied, and uh, where I worked before as well, and what are the things that we usually use in the pods also to learn. So it's very complete. Very cool. That's excellent. And they can also book a demo there. And they will be meeting with Vlad, with who is um the one of the founders of Cabrillo. Nice. All right, so that's very complete. Thank you for sharing that. All right, that was a that You're was welcome. very good. <laughs> Thank you for your time today, Ankila. It was very nice. Um, I'm sure that, <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be some questions out there. People do have some questions. Is there a way they can get a hold of you on social media or something like that if they have some questions? Um, well, I, I I can give my provide my email. My email is k-e-i-l-a at kubriel.com. They can reach me out there. And I'll be more than glad to get back to them in case they have specific questions. 
sounds awesome. Well, thank you again very much. I'm sure people are going to appreciate this and it's eye-opening for a lot of things. It's, uh, it's totally different than a lot of the educators have seen from some of these institutions out there. So <laughs> definitely exactly. appreciate your time today. Do you have any parting advice for everybody? Well, no. <laughs> I think we're good for today. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you for your time. And uh, uh, everybody, have a great day. You do the same. And thank you, everybody, for watching this video. <laughs> All right. Bye.